Hello, this is Prophetic Connections Devotional. My name is Patricia English. I would like to share a message uh, I would like to address uh, all those who teach and preach and evangelize the gospel, but specifically to the pastors. Okay, but I I don't want to eliminate anyone, but um, I'm speaking to all of you, but specifically to the pastors. First, I want to thank you all. God bless you for your service to the Lord. Thank you for your love for his church. And you know, we all know, really, it is the truth we all know between what's going on in the world. We are living in a time like it has never been. We know that Christianity has always been attacked and there has always been those who hate God and his word and want his name and commandments removed. But it's only in recent years we actually see it taking place in this country. Now, even those in our government with the influence of so many others in this country, they want to eliminate the word of God from from our eyes and from the eyes of our young people. They want to eliminate prayer from schools and other institutions and the preaching of his word, especially the preaching of the truth about ungodliness in our pulpits. Now, we as Christians know who the real enemy is, and his name is Satan. He's behind all of those who have not yielded their hearts to God, who are bitter, and most of all, all deceived. Uh, Paul said it so well in Second uh, Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4, whose minds the God of this age has blinded, who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. Though Satan is a liar, he also knows the power of the gospel, and that is why his influence is so rampant among the ungodly, because he knows the gospel has the power to save souls. Uh, like like Paul said in Romans one sixteen, he says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first, and also for the Greek. Now, pastors, we need to preach the gospel and his holiness like never before and not fear, especially those in our churches. I mean, there are many in our churches that, I mean, they just want their ears tickled. And uh, those who truly do not want to repent, they just want a church to go to like a social club. But whether they are significant givers or not, we need to preach the gospel. We all know there is a price to pay for the gospel because our Lord himself told us in John chapter 15, verse 18, if the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. We know that many people are still being persecuted and many have already died for their faith and many more will die because they will not deny our Lord. Let us encourage one another to vigorously pray as God himself said in Second Chronicles seven fourteen. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Pastors and those of us who preach his gospel, let us be as tenacious as Paul was when he said in 1 Corinthians 2, verses 2 to 5, I decided that while I was with you, I would forget about everything except Jesus Christ and him crucified. So when I came to you, I was weak and fearful and trembling. My teaching and preaching were not with words of human wisdom that persuade people, but with the proof of the power that the Spirit gives. This was so that your faith would be in God's power and not in human wisdom. 
there have been many books written on how to live spiritually and physically victorious, but unless these messages are funneling through the message of the cross, then we are substituting what we can do for ourselves rather than on what Jesus has already done on the cross. This is not a do your best to be saved religion, but the one and only message on how to be saved and stay saved through continually being sanctified with the help of the Holy Spirit so that we are living more holy today than yesterday and so on. So let us preach the cross so that we could see the signs and wonders that follow the preaching of the gospel and see souls saved, healed, delivered, and restored because it is the only message that God uses through the power of his Holy Spirit to accomplish his will. Let us remember what the writer said in Hebrews chapter 2, verses 3 to 4. How shall we escape? If we neglect so great salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him, God also bearing them witness both with signs and wonders and with various miracles and gifts of the Holy Ghost according to his own will. Let us all get back to his glorious message of the cross that came to save us from our sin. Christians need to know how desperate our need is for him. We are aware that there are people who have a natural ability. I mean, there are really very nice people out there that that a lot of them will do will do a lot more good things than Christians themselves. I mean, there really are nice, generous people. But let us not confuse this with what the scripture already says, which is there is none good, no, not one. That's Romans 3.12. Even Christians, when they hear this, they, they get offended. But it is the truth. But it is the only truth that will truly set people free. Let us love people enough that we give the truth. Proverbs 29, verse 25. The fear of man brings a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord shall be safe. Unfortunately, much of the church has gone to a feel-good gospel. And how much can we get from God? Though God loves to give to us, our focus should always be on the reason why he is willing to give us good things. And that is because of what Jesus did for us. You know, there is a saying, as the church goes, so goes the world. The church, the body of Christ, has been given the message of salvation for all the world to hear. As Jesus said in Matthew 28, Verse 19, go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son of the Holy Spirit. And we need to continually look unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. That's in Hebrews 12, verse 2. Jesus also said in John twelve thirty two, and I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. We cannot separate Jesus from the cross or the cross from Jesus. This is the very reason he came to earth. And that was, and that was to be born of a virgin, die on the cross and rise from the dead so that he would take upon himself our sin and suffer the punishment we deserve. Any other feel good self-esteem message will not do. Our focus should always be on the giver of all gifts, not just the gifts. We who preach his glorious gospel should preach as if our life depends on it, because it does. 
God says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Second Timothy 1, verse 7. This doesn't mean we will never feel fear, but God has given us the power of the Holy Spirit to press forward in his love that will never disappoint us so that we will accomplish what he has called us to do. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 15, verses 57 and 58, But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brothers, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labor is not in vain. Let us encourage one another, as Paul said in 1 Thessalonians 4, verses 15 and 18. For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will by no means precede those who are asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet of God. And the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And thus we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. Let us accomplish God's will and purpose in our lives as we look up and lift up our heads because our redemption draws near. And Jesus said that in Luke 21 verse 28. God bless you all who are God's soldiers and put on the Lord Jesus Christ and work while it is day. God bless you. Go preach his glorious gospel, his life-changing glorious gospel. So the eyes of many will be open, their hearts will be changed, and their desire for life will to glorify God. In Jesus' name, God bless you.